down. It's time for the Hammer Down Show with Jared Jesselitis. Yes. Oh, yes. What was that beginning, middle, and end part again? Online at 1017thehammer.com. All right, sounds good. Let's do this. round matchup and then take on the winner if they can win that game they take on the winner the McCutcheon and uh, Decatur Central but the uh, off week here they clinched the NCC last week outright thanks to a little bit of help from Jeff and uh, yeah so we'll talk with uh, Coach Peebles we'll see uh, how they are uh, spending their uh, bye week look uh, I think a lot of people have uh, conflicting ideas on what you should be doing. Uh, Lord knows he's had plenty of experience with this in that bye week, so uh, we'll see. I mean, do you run him the same? Do you rest? Uh, what are they up to? Uh, so we'll talk to him about that and uh, a little bit more. Uh, also, Caitlin Scott from Purdue Sports on to talk uh, about a very busy weekend over on campus, including uh, Purdue Fan Day, which is uh, coming up here on Saturday a chance for you to go out and uh, meet the teams, both uh, men's and women's, and uh, watch some practices as well. That'll be uh, pretty darn interesting. They also get that Purdue uh, Half Marathon 5K going on on uh, Saturday morning as well. So it'll be a big day on campus, despite the fact that uh, you know football team is uh, going to be out at Wisconsin. I-, I didn't really have a great chance to uh, touch on this, but uh, they lost another wide receiver into the portal. It... it- Seems like the Jim Leonard um, regime here that it rubbed some of the OG, it rubbed some of these people the wrong way. Now winning solves everything, but they did not do that last week against Michigan State, thirty-four to twenty-eight. They're dealing with some defensive injuries, and uh, they just lost another wide receiver who has uh, decided to uh, hit the portal. This is the uh, second offensive player in the last. Uh, week that has decided to get out there, and it sounds a little bit like they're not exactly thrilled about what happened to Paul Christ. So I don't know what kind of shape they're going to be in. Purdue has got to get this win. They've lost, geez, last 15 years up there, last 15 trips. I mean, it's, it is bad. It is so bad. Purdue's got to get this win, and they've got to get into the bye week and give themselves a, a little bit of time to get uh, rested up. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, we know that uh, Charlie is uh, still kind of dealing with some issues. Uh, what do you have, like 12 catches last week? Yeah, you're going to get hit that many times. Uh, it's going to aggravate things. Uh, Coach Brom yesterday during his press conference described Devin Mockaby as nicked up. You carry the ball 30 times as a uh, freshman walk-on. Yeah, you're gonna be a little nicked up, so I think they could use that time, uh, especially with uh, you know King Darude trying to work his way back in an extra week off to uh, rest his calf and everything too. That's a great one-two punch going forward. I mean, they've got to get through this game against Wisconsin. Do it in one piece. Do it with a win, and then you got those last four games throughout November: Iowa, 
at Illinois, Northwestern, and Indiana. It's all going, I mean, it's, crossroads are at Illinois, right? You gotta win it. Think you feel pretty decent about your chances against Iowa as of this week because they just don't score any points. It's a tough defense, but let's face it, if anybody's had their number, it's been Purdue and Aiden O'Connell. I mean, it's David Bell, but I mean, Aiden O'Connell's throwing those passes. I mean, you just got to be able to hit your stride and be at full strength when you play at Illinois on November the 12th. Northwestern doesn't scare you. Indiana looks not good either. Um, and you can finish out uh, with a very solid record here and uh, maybe be heading down to Indianapolis. Now, going down to Indianapolis, that's uh, that's a whole other story taking on a uh, Ohio State probably. So, or Michigan. We'll see what happens. But we got to get there first. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But it's uh, been trending pretty decently for Purdue uh, in that matchup against Wisconsin this week personnel-wise. Uh, we're still sitting at a with a two point spread. Yeah, there was a lot of initial money on Wisconsin early on, so it opened up two and a half, dropped down to one and a half, and then it jumped back up to a two and a half. Now we're back down to two. Uh, we'll get into some predictions and starting to take a look at trends and things later on this week. Tuesday's just such a slow day, you know. Uh, coaches made those uh, comments yesterday. NFL. Uh, teams have the day off on, on the Tuesdays. Um, Monday Night Football was a complete snoozer again last night. Let Russ cook, huh? Got grease fires left and right is what it's looking like, man. It's been terrible. Oh, absolutely terrible. Yeah, Tuesdays are just always that little... Uh, that, I mean, there's nothing going on with Purdue. Nobody competes on Tuesdays until basketball season. Everything's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, Tuesdays, man. It's just, uh, it's awkward. But a lot of times, no news is good news uh, with your favorite teams. And I would argue that some of that uh, applies to, like I said, Purdue today. We don't really have any news on personnel or anything like that, so that's probably good. You're not going to get anything out of the Colts about Jonathan Taylor. I don't know if you want Bears news at this point. But we do have the NBA kicking off tonight. Two games in the NBA schedule this evening. Uh, Philadelphia at Boston, L.A., uh, the Lakers uh, at Golden State. Uh, as for our local teams, they kick off tomorrow. The Pacers will host Washington. I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing that wrong for the state. Washington um, at 7 o'clock. And then Chicago heads down to Miami at 7.30. Uh, neither one of those games making the mothership at all, so you'll get the local affiliates there. Hopefully you get the local affiliates, uh, but those—that's uh, what the NBA looks like for uh, for your Pacers and for your Bulls. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some best bets for tonight. Yesterday, man, I, like I said, we don't want to get too crazy on Monday Night Football because I like the matchup. Told you unders remained hot. Primetime unders remained hot, and uh, that's about the only trend right now in the NFL that has been consistently. Profitable. That's been the the, the preseason unders. We're Thirteen and six right now. Yikes! Primetime unders, thirteen and six. Primetime favorites against the spread, ten and nine right now. 
Home favorites against the spread are 21-30-1. It has been tough. Very tough out there. Last night, we, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the under, that that was going to be a thing. I told you the Broncos and the four and a half. I didn't like the Broncos. I didn't want to bet. I hate relying on Russ to cook, uh, but it, it did hit. And we went with some Melvin Gordon stuff last night, and he got eight snaps, and then Mike Williams was just completely shut down. Surprised at that. Completely shut down. So we move on here to Tuesday. Oh, the hockey bet was a push, too. Uh, we got the six in the uh, Kraken and Carolina game. Uh, so, yeah, uh, not the best night, but, again, that's why we, we didn't love that board last night. Didn't love it, so we're going to try to do a little bit better tonight. Um, I, we, we've been good on hockey. I've been very solid on hockey. Tonight, I'm going with a prop bet um, on, on the board here. Boone Jenner for Columbus. They're at home tonight over two and a half shots on goal. And that's darn near even money for you tonight. Vancouver, middle of the road uh, when it comes to them uh, giving up shots. So not great. They're 0-3 as well. Columbus is 0-3. Something has got to give. Blue Jackets put on average up uh, 35 shots uh, per game here. They've got to do something eventually. Boone Jenner, he has eclipsed that two and a half shots in each game so far. That's my value find here for the day. I, I like that in the hockey. Uh, as for the NBA tonight, uh, my friends over at DraftKings felt so bad that you got in to that uh, Herbert. Anytime, all you had to do was pass for the touchdown. Remember that? It was like the first time he hadn't done it in 35, 35 games. I mean, I don't know how Vegas does it. I just don't. But we're going to get back after it here tonight. Uh, Like I said, DraftKings felt so bad about that. They're offering you something uh, new here tonight. KD to score 20-plus points, boosted to plus 100. Even money. All right? This prop was originally minus 1,000. You're going to get it at plus 100 with my friends over there at DraftKings. They've also got a 50% profit boost you can get uh, as well here uh, for any NBA bet tonight. So we're not doing too bad. Look, if you're going to do this, I'm going to tell you right now, just stay away from this L.A. and Golden State game. Steve Kerr yesterday came out and said, that um, don't expect, he's resting starters at times. He's not giving them the regular minutes. He's going to ease them into the season. We have no idea what that means and how that's going to affect the game. And also, it's the first game of the season. We're already doing maintenance on players? Gosh, how soft has the NBA gotten? It's ridiculous. I'm taking Philadelphia tonight, and uh, I'll take, uh, was it two and a half? Three points? Yeah, I'll take the three points tonight. Look, I, I think Boston is good, but a lot of these, uh, you know, a couple of their big uh, defensive pitches. What the the Italian guy broke? Uh, what is his name? He tore his ACL playing international ball. That was going to be a big piece of the bench. I know they got Brogdon. 
which is great. But then also Robert Williams, who was a huge defensive piece, he's still going to be out for like another month. Oh, and let's not forget three weeks ago, their head coach got the, uh, got the axe for the year. I'm still not clear on everything in that situation. It's a young team. There's been a lot of drama over the last month. New head coach. Uh, I just I, That's a lot of distractions. Even at home, um, this has been a tight series all last year. I just think you give me Philadelphia, solid team, getting points, and a uh, Boston team that seems, I, I think, is going to be a little bit out of sorts here. So I'm on board. That's my play tonight. I'll take the 76ers. I'll take the plus three right there. I'll use my boost. And uh, that's my player right there. And then, of course, Boone Jenner, over two and a half shots on goal. Again, he's had at least three. He's had three, three, and five in his three games. So that's the way I'm rolling here tonight. Uh, we got a couple of uh, prop bets right there, or a couple of bets that are darn near plus money. I love it. I'm ready to go. Uh, please play responsibly tonight. We're keeping it simple here. We're keeping it small, keeping it simple on a Tuesday. Um, I don't like to go... Too crazy early on in the season here. I want to know what's what. I need more information. We're just kind of guesstimating. And that's why we're staying away from the Lakers and Golden Stakes. I just, uh, who knows what's going to happen. I, if Kerr's managing people's time already, I, yeah, I, 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 can't get a, I can't get a good read there with that. That scares me. All right, we're going to take a break here. Hang tight. We'll come back. Terry Peebles joins us. Uh, we'll talk with him for a few minutes about how they're spending the bye week. Congratulate him on winning that conference title and more. He's coming up next. And we still got the folks from uh, Purdue Sports telling us about Purdue Basketball Fan Day coming up on Saturday that you can attend for free. Lots of details on that and other matchups on campus this weekend. Stick around. More Hammer Down Show is next on 1017 The Hammer. 101. Welcome back. Hammer Down Show continues. 1017 The Hammer. 1017TheHammer.com. More over to our Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline to talk with Coach Terry Peebles. Harrison Raiders, your NCC champions after a uh, big 42-8 victory over Richmond on Friday night, which was also senior night. Coach, uh, congratulations on another win. Um, I think it's a great way to be able to end up the season here. Not only can you do you clinch the uh, title there, but uh, you get to get all your seniors in, get them some playing time. Uh, you said pretty much everybody got some playing time on Friday as you head into this uh, little bye week. Just a, a great opportunity, I think, to honor all your seniors and uh, just put a nice little bow on the season with uh, pretty much all the work done up until uh, Richmond. Uh, that just must have been a really nice Friday evening to be able to celebrate uh, your seniors and uh, the other contributors of your squad. It was. It, it was. A, it was. A, Friday was a good night. Uh, like you said, we were able to get most of the team in, and uh, everybody played well for the most part. And uh, we, you know, it was thirty-five to nothing and a half. So. We had a quick second half. We're able to get out of there with, without any injuries. Now we got uh, a bye week to kind of, you know, rest our bodies a little bit, but uh, but to continue moving forward towards Plainfield. Yeah, that'll be an interesting uh, rematch here that you guys have to prepare for from uh, week two. Um, when I go back and I remember that game, uh, it's that uh, early drive that they had where uh, they went for it right around, I think it was right around midfield or so on a, on a fourth down. You guys shut them down and then take that ball and march it on down for the score. Uh, they came out and they tried to take that ball game uh, early on, and uh, you guys were able to stand up to them and say uh, it, it ain't happening in our house. Um, that concerns me with a team that wants to be that aggressive and, and understands they want to go ahead and take a win on the road. Um, how, how far have you gotten into your playing field prep for this week, and, and have you noticed any changes out of them yet? 
Uh, we, we've gotten we've gotten some prep work in. Obviously, we had our film and in, in the earlier film, and uh, we traded with them on Friday morning. So, so we have a few films uh, that we've been going over. Uh, they have changed a little bit on defense. They play a lot more man to man. They're they're trying to be a lot more aggressive on defense. I think they've settled in on who their number one running back is going to be. Uh, at the beginning of the year, they were kind of running back by committee. So, uh, and they're throwing the ball, you know, you know, 30, 40 times a game, you know, if they need to, to win, which is a lot more than most of the teams that we play. So, uh, we, we have a lot to work on. Uh, you know, it was, a, I think, in the fourth quarter there, it was a 16 to 14 game uh, until we broke a, a late touchdown. So, uh, even though we had probably three times as many yards as them, uh, the score was still close. We gave up block punt. Uh, so we we definitely have plenty of things to uh, to sure up before we uh, head into next week. How do you balance on the bye week here with the rest versus trying to keep the regiment somewhat familiar for you know kids that are fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old? Uh, I, I know we uh, you know they they like the uh, the repet- repetition, not the word, the the, the schedule and, and doing the same things at the same time, keeping them in that kind of rhythm. How, how do you balance that? What have you learned over the years on the best way to balance that? Well, you know, keeping them in the exact routine is always the best way to go. Uh, just just because, you, I mean, with high school kids, you change something up just a little bit, man, they go crazy. It's it's unbelievable <laughs> how uh, how quickly you can kind of trigger them. That being said, uh, you know, we had fall break this past weekend, so we were off of school, and it was going to be, you know, it, it was going to be a change up anyway. Uh, so we're trying to get, you know, not, not as much their bodies right because we're pretty healthy for the most part except for the guys that uh, that are out for the year. Um, but we're just trying to get our minds right, you know, so we can we can attack next Monday, you know, as, as a true game Monday, but but still get some uh, some quality work in this week. Coach Terry Peebles, the Harrison Raiders, with, uh, with the bye this week, and then they'll host Plainfield next Friday night uh, for their first-round matchup. Uh, in the sectionals, uh, winner will go to the sectional championship game to play either McCutcheon or Decatur Central. Coach Terry Peebles, again, congratulations on the conference championship. Uh, you guys get that out right, and uh, please enjoy your uh, week here that you guys get to prepare and, and maybe throttle down just a little, not too much, just a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, enjoy the downtime this week, my friend. Uh, we will do the best we can. <laughs> All right, thanks, Coach. Uh, appreciate him being on here. Again, uh, the Raiders are a tremendous season. I mean, just like we talked about with Jeff yesterday, it's interesting how you tackle uh, that bye week, right? Because, uh, I mean, you're how many straight weeks here? Were we nine uh, regular season games in a row? And you go through that, uh, that, repeti- that repetition, that structure, week in and week out being the same, and then all of a sudden... Uh, that gets broken up. As you heard, Coach Peebles, man, you change one little thing sometimes, and uh, they, they they lose it. it. It's it's hard to keep them, you know, focused on on what you need to do. So I think for this week, for a lot of teams, it's a godsend because you want these guys to kind of rest up a little bit. Uh, a lot of them tend to be you know nicked up, but I, I don't know. That's not as much the case uh, with Harrison. Uh, they've you know, with the Richmond game. Hey. You know, a lot of people got some rest. Logansport, uh, that pretty much went four quarters there. But, you know, you didn't have to do it against Tech uh, back on the 30th. So, you know, uh, two of the last three games, you haven't had to go the full four quarters. Had to go the full four with Jeff. You know, Anderson, you didn't have to worry about that. Um, McCushion got to a running clock. Marion before that to a running clock. So, 
uh, they should be pretty well-rested. Uh, but we do talk a little bit about some of these uh, good teams in the NCC. When you don't get a good um, you know, end-of-the-season draw here with the schedule that you go up against the Techs and you go up against teams like Anderson and they're a complete mismatch for you and you don't really get a whole lot of great work in and then all of a sudden you turn around and you know you have a Plainfield team that's uh, kind of been playing pretty decently uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks. Tough games for them against uh, Whiteland and Franklin who uh, would await whoever wins this sectional in the regional. Uh, those are two, uh, I think, like top six teams right now. Um but Plainfield looks like they've been doing a little bit better, and you don't want to be going two, three weeks in a row where guys aren't used to playing four quarters, and then all of a sudden the competition just jumps up suddenly, and you've got to go four quarters. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to prepare this week. Uh, for some coaches, it's a godsend because guys do need a, a little bit of a rest. But at the same time, you're trying to find that right level of you keep things as much as normal as you can, but at the same time, you're trying to give some guys uh, rest as well, too. So uh, interesting to see how they uh, tackle that. Raiders with a very successful season. I mean, they had that game at, at Lucas Oil against West Lafayette and then uh, just could not score in the second half and let that one get away from them. I mean, they're pretty darn close to having an undefeated season. But they've been tremendous. I feel like this team has gotten better uh, as the season's gone on. Um you know, that early September run of Marion McCutcheon and Anderson didn't really push them, but to see what they were able to do against uh, Jeff was uh, pretty darn inspiring there. Again, Tech's not got much for you. Logansport had a little something for him, and Richmond doesn't do it. So, I mean, they really haven't been tested except for the one time against Jeff. Before that, it was this Plainfield team. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do against Plainfield. It's tough to beat a team two times. Uh, in a single season, Plainfield's going to have a, a little bit more to play for, too, because, uh, I mean, their coach, this is his last hurrah, and uh, they definitely want to send him out on top with a sectional title, which has really eluded uh, them for quite some time. So, I mean, they've been stuck with, like, Decatur Central and, and Cathedral in their, in their sectional for I don't know how many years it's been rough. But, yeah, that'll be a, a motivated Quaker team when they come up here thinking that they're better uh, and uh, that they were kind of close to beating Harrison uh, when they came up here in week two. So a, uh, a great challenge for the Raiders, who I think have the talent to make themselves a bit of a run. Um, they should be the favorite to win this uh, this sectional. The regional, like I said, Whiteland or Franklin, depending on who comes out, probably Whiteland. Um, that's going to be tough. I think if you get past that, the semi-state opens up a little bit because remember you're you're up in the uh, or you're down in the south now. You don't have to worry about all those Fort Wayne teams and stuff like that. You're not making those trips up there anymore. Uh, you're taking hopefully on like a probably like a Bloomington North or somebody would have to come up if that's the way that it all went out. And if you can host that semi-state game, um, yeah, Harrison's got themselves a. Uh, I think they have a path. It's not a uh, it's not a wide road to Thanksgiving weekend. But it is definitely a drivable one for this Harrison team. I'm excited to watch how this thing plays out for them uh, as uh, they try to play themselves into November. All right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, uh, Scott and Caitlin from Purdue Sports uh, on to talk about an interesting weekend for Purdue fans where you can get out and watch baseball, uh, you can get out and watch soccer, and Purdue Basketball Fan Day where you can watch both the men's and women's teams practice this Saturday. They've got all the details for you. Stick around. That's coming up next. This is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 101. 
Welcome back. The Hammer Down Show is on 1017 The Hammer and 1017TheHammer.com. To our Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline, we go. We're going to bring in Caitlin Scotts over there at uh, Purdue Sports with a busy back half of the week for you to be able to go out and uh, cheer on your Boilermakers. Guys, always great to have you on. Uh, tomorrow night, a uh, tough one here as uh, Volleyball hosts Nebraska. Uh, Dave Shondell and company, uh, pretty darn good still this year. I believe we're down to 12th, though, uh, after that loss to Maryland, which kind of stinks. But Nebraska, top-tier program, and uh, it's going to be loud. But it's sold out on Wednesday night, isn't it? That's correct. It is sold out. Um, so if you don't have a ticket, you can still uh, watch and stream the game on Big Ten Network. Yep. Uh, the game is at 8 p.m. in Holloway Gymnasium, and it's Hawaiian-themed. So we're giving away Hawaiian-themed oh. Purdue coolers. So if you have a ticket, be sure to come early. Get your uh, Hawaiian theme Purdue cooler. <laughs> it's like a, it, so when you say cooler, it's like a, a thing that you carry around and you keep stuff cold. Not like it's uh, one of those pouch drinks and it's like Hawaiian cooler type deal, like a Hawaiian punch. That's that, that is correct. Right, I just want to be sure because I was re- super excited about uh, Purdue custom. Uh, juice boxes, and uh, I was like, man, i got to get me a, a thing to that game. Um, now, there is something free to attend here on uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, men's swimming and women's swimming and diving are uh, both back. That's correct. So Friday starting at 4 p.m., swim and dive starting against uh, Indy, 4 p.m. at Morgan J. Burke Aquatic Center here on campus, and then on Saturday, we're hosting the Indiana Intercollegiate at noon, and that features a bunch of um, schools from around the state. So again, that's noon on Saturday, and Swim and Dive is free both Friday and Saturday. All right. There is a huge event in Mackey coming up on Saturday where you guys can go on out and, and you can watch both men's and women's team practice. You can also get to uh, meet some folks, too. It's the Fan Days coming up here. So, guys, walk me through what is Fan Day and uh, what's the schedule of events and what do I need to know? Yeah, um, Fan Day is basically what you just described. It is a day to watch both our men's and women's teams have an open practice um, get to meet them face-to-face as we have that autograph session. Uh, doors open at 9.30 a.m. this Saturday, October 22nd uh, at Mackey Arena. We are excited to have everyone in Mackey Arena with us this this, this weekend to have some fun, meet our teams, um, and be able to just kind of hang out. Uh, the women's will practice from 10 a.m. to about 11.30, and then from 11.45 to 12.45 we'll be doing autographs with our teams on the Mackey Concourse. There will be some other some other fun stuff around the concourse as well. If you join us, concessions will be open, all that fun stuff. Um, and then we will wrap up the day with the men's practice that starts at 1. So, And it is free to attend. So if you're looking for something else to do this weekend, that is another great option. That'll be awesome. So what you do is you get done running your uh, the, the, the Purdue, the, the, the 5K, right, which is going to yeah. be gorgeous. And then uh, you can come on down here and uh, watch some basketball for the rest of the afternoon. It's going to be a whole uh, heck of a lot of fun. That is Saturday. Uh, I do want to make a note. uh, Baseball is doing stuff on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well, which you can go on out and watch them. The Black and Gold Series uh, kicks off on Thursday, right? Yeah, it does. Um, So, yeah, our Black and Gold Series plays this week slash weekend, um, starting on Thursday at 3, and then they'll play again Friday and Saturday at 4, and most likely around 1230 or 1 on that Saturday. Um, Again, free admission for fans, Uh, another thing to just go out and enjoy being around some of your favorite Purdue teams. Um, The weather's looking pretty good, so, I mean, why not be outside before it gets too cold on us? Um, But that should be a lot of fun. And while we're on the topic of baseball, looking into next week, we have the annual Halloween bash that will be happening at Alexander Field um, at 6 p.m. on October 27th, which is Thursday next week. 
Um, it'll be a costume scrimmage, so all of our Purdue baseball athletes will be in their favorite costumes uh, scrimmaging against each other to have some fun. Uh, and then post-scrimmage, we will be doing trick-or-treating on Alexander Field. So something else to look forward to and also free. I love that. And then we're going to wrap up the weekend on Sunday. It is the uh, very last uh, home game for Purdue soccer out at Folk Field. Uh, yes, last game of the season on Sunday for Purdue soccer. Um, they are playing Maryland at 2 p.m. Uh, it is a reunion weekend, so we're also welcoming home uh, many of our program alumni for one last game at home in the regular season. Um, it is also our sustainability game, so, so Purdue Sustainability will be joining us to help reduce, reuse, recycle, and kind of help us educate on the best ways to dispose of trash and recycling. So some other fun stuff. And, of course, it is also free. I know. And uh, it's so much fun. I've had so much fun being out there working PA for that thing all year long. And uh, these girls are absolutely amazing. You need to come on out one more time. It will be gorgeous on Sunday as well, 2 p.m. It's uh, it's going to be a fun time. And uh, don't forget, if you need to get tickets for any of these great events, especially with basketball coming up, where do the fans go and get those tickets? Yeah, they can head to PurdueSports.com. And while you're on that topic, uh, men's basketball tickets are on sale this week. Um starting out with our JPC, and then so kind of just head on over to PurdueSports.com to get your information. On um, 10-20, we are having a 10-20 pre-sale sale, so select games will be either $10 or $20, so be sure to check that out here in just a few days. Make sure you get your men's basketball tickets. It's going to be a fun season here in Mackey. Uh, the pre-sale sale. I, I love it. You guys' marketing, I, I don't know how you come up with it. I just don't. That's so clever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Caitlin Scott over there at uh, Purdue Sports. Again, a, a very, very busy week. Uh, don't forget Fan Day coming up here on Saturday. It's going to be fun for the whole family. Uh, make sure you get on out there and support your Boilermakers. Guys, always a pleasure talking with you. And uh, Boiler Up! Boiler Up! Yeah, sounds like a good time here coming up uh, Saturday, especially with uh, Fan Day. I think it's great. You can start out with the uh, women's team there. you got the men's team and then the practice. and. Um, I'm very excited here. Hopefully uh, we're going to start talking a little bit more basketball as we get into the confluence of, I, I love the month of November. I think a lot of people, we talk about what is the best time of the year in sports. Uh, November low key is the best. If I think about it, because now we got the, the, the confluence of college sports here. So we're getting down the stretch in your college football. The really big pivotal conference games. You're getting a launch of college basketball and you get those fun tournaments. You get some really good early season matchups. The NBA is back. Hockey is back. Uh, what else am I missing? I'm missing something, right? NFL. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But, I mean, come on. Uh, November, I, I think, really runs as one of the best sports months. you got to get out, and especially because this weekend is going to be so nice. It really, really is. We're talking like 70s, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, it, it'll be perfect for you to get on out and maybe go enjoy some baseball uh, a little bit. Get out and enjoy uh, soccer as they wrap up the season at Folk Field. Uh, I, I've been out to uh, all those home games this year, and um, I know the record doesn't reflect it, but uh, that team has got a lot of heart and a lot of fun to watch. And, of course, Fan Day, bring out the kids, uh, let them meet uh, some of the players, watch practice and stuff. It's a great bonding moment for you, too. Oh, by the way, it's all free. That's the best part about it, right? So get on out there, get some autographs, and uh, have some fun. Uh, PurdueSports.com has got all the info. And, of course, too, it's never too early to start thinking about those uh, 
Christmas gifts, right? Think about what you're doing over the holiday break. Pick up some of those single game tickets where you can uh, with that pre-sale sale because uh, uh, that sounds like a real steal. $10, $20 tickets? Come on, man. That's a huge steal. And uh, you'll uh, pick up maybe pick up something to do while the kids are on holiday break as well. Get them out of the house. Have some fun. Exciting stuff. All right. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we got the things that we may have missed. Plus, uh, the NFL just made themselves uh, an announcement here. Uh, just breaking during the show. We'll talk about that and more. Stick around. We're going to wrap up the Hammer Down Show next on 101.7 The Hammer and 101. <laughs> Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. Uh, stay tuned after the show here at the top of the hour. We're going to send you out for uh, Game 5 of the ALDS, uh, that one that got rescheduled last night between the uh, Yankees and uh, Cleveland. So we got that coverage here. Apparently last night, uh, Cleveland's uh, hotel, they couldn't stay another night because it was booked. So they had to spread everybody. They couldn't get everybody in one hotel, so they had to spread them out against a couple of hotels. I don't know what's going on. You would think New York would have the... I don't know, maybe not. Uh, anyway, we're going to send that out to you here in, uh, in just a little bit. All right, time for some of the things that we may have missed here. The NFL has just announced that uh, a Black Friday game will now happen starting in 2023. 3 p.m. kickoff on that Thanksgiving Friday. We don't know who the teams will be. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, like Cowboys and the Lions. All They each get that one, and then there's an extra one on Thanksgiving. Don't know if anybody just gets Black Friday. I don't know that anybody wants Black Friday, but whatever. Uh, and it'll be aired exclusively on Amazon Prime Video. I don't know. Do you like a Friday game? Part of me, I'm just like, I want to just relax, man. I got stuff to do on that Friday. Three o'clock? Ugh. I don't know. Maybe it was an evening game I'd be more in- inclined. I I, I don't know. I'm going to watch it, right? But, you know, the, the wise girlfriends out, go, go, go out early, do the shopping. I, I like to go out and do the Black Friday shopping a little bit. But now i got to be back by three, which means i got to get up earlier, which is what I don't want. See, I don't know if I'm on board with that. I, I'll still watch it. You know, We can all complain about it now. But you know you're watching it. You watched Denver last night again. That's how much you love the NFL. There is a full-court press on, on the hating of Russell Wilson. Not just for his inability right now. By the way, he's getting an MRI on his hamstring today. But more and more former Seahawks taking shots. Golden Tate took a shot at him on, on Twitter. Marshawn Lynch out here talking about uh, Russell Wilson, if you want to set up, if you want to talk to Russell, you have to set up an appointment through his business manager and that this rubbed uh, people the wrong way. I, he, he does seem like a weird dude. I mean, Richard, uh, Richard Simmons, or Sherman, Richard Simmons, Richard Sherman, <laughs> it's a whole different story, uh, said that uh, Wilson's personality rubs people the wrong way. Nobody gets his personal cell phone number. It doesn't feel like he's part of the team. Uh, they're all looking like they're right right now. Uh, he seems very overbearing, like so much wants to be viewed as the leader. That video of him last week when he just sitting on the side on the sidelines, constantly chirping up at everybody. Uh, 
Now he's not in, but he's out there still hollering about everything on the sideline. It's just, it's, he's just a dude, man. But how is that any different from Aaron Rodgers? Maybe Aaron's a better teammate, I guess, but Aaron's a weird dude. A lot of, a lot of these guys are just weird. It's just the way they are. But I'm kind of surprised at just like the pile on, on him right now to the point where I almost kind of feel bad for him. But it's kind of just feeling like a pylon from a lot of his ex-teammates. It is what it is. I think if you're a Denver fan, you don't care. He just needs to start producing. Especially with that contract that that he has. Uh, Also in the news here, uh, we're just now getting around to finding out about Big Bertha 2. What is Big Bertha 2? Well, uh, it looks like the University of Texas has a new drum, and this drum is bigger than the world's biggest drum. It's massive. I'm a, I was actually pretty impressed by the size of this thing. All right, so here's the deal. They had an extremely large drum, much like Purdue does. That old drum, Big Bertha, was over 100 years old. They were having trouble with the upkeep, still made out of wooden stuff. So what did they do? They launched a new drum that's over nine and a half feet in diameter and 55 inches in width. So this thing is like dunking on a, uh, on a basketball hoop almost. She's connected to the sound system wirelessly. She also uh, plays the lowest note, apparently the lowest note in, in bass drum history. That's how big this thing is. It's pretty impressive. Purdue must respond. I saw some stuff on Twitter today. Some of the history of Purdue's drum, it means more. That's why it's still a better drum than what Big Bertha is. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like the take. I get it. I respect it. Don't like it. Look, we are under attack as a university. First, UCF with all that bull space U stuff that they're peddling. Like they own the moon or something just because NASA's over there. Now this? Our proud traditions are coming under fire. What's next? Is UCLA going to try to claim John Wooden? Come on. Purdue must respond with an even bigger drum. You can take the, if you can't ship it, you can take the the other drum on the road. That's fine. We know how Notre Dame has a problem. But we just, I'm sorry, we got to respond. Our drum has a rep to uphold. And we got to do something here. Everything's bigger in Texas? Ha! Nah. We, I'm, I'm sorry. We got to go bigger. I don't know if there's a GoFundMe. I don't know if we can put plans in place. I I don't know what it takes to build the world's largest bass drum, but darn it, I'll be... No, not Texas, man. Absolutely not. We earned it. We've had the drum for how long? I want the title back. I just do. Is it petty? Yes, it's petty. But I feel like I'm defending a member of my own family here. Purdue, do the right thing. Let's raise the money. Let's make a bigger drum. 
and uh, make those make those Longhorns just look silly. Here's what we do. All right, you ready for the perfect scenario? We get the Longhorns on the schedule. Let's get the Longhorns on the schedule. And then let's debut our bigger drum at halftime. Oh my gosh, I want, let's do it. Let's do it. You can't tell me that wouldn't be the best thing ever. I want the title back. I want the belt. Let's go. All right, that's going to do it for us here on the Hammer Down Show. I'm so petty, man. Uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, we'll check in with uh, Coach Josh Strasser of the McCutcheon Mavericks. We'll see how the Mavs have uh, elected to handle their bye under their uh, first-year head coach and uh, talk with them after another uh, impressive win, another running clock for the Mavericks, and uh, see if anything has changed for them over the last two weeks before they head into their sectional matchup against Decatur Central. A matchup I'm starting to look at and more and more thinking they got a shot to contend with. I'm excited for them. All right, so we'll talk with him and uh, more tomorrow. We'll start to take a look at this matchup against Wisconsin. The line is just not moving. It's staying at two. I'm a little surprised by that, and I'll tell you why. We'll get into all of that stuff tomorrow back here on the Hammer Down Show. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Yankees, Guardians, ALDS. Game 5 is coming up here on uh, 1017 The Hammer and 1017